0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit Instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analysts. Slash numbers guru, the professor himself, Richard Hoskins.
2: Shout out to one of Rob's favorite stomping grounds, Atlanta,
1: Georgia. It's kind of my town there. I love Atlanta, man.
2: You're like the mayor of Atlanta. I don't go quite
1: that far. I think Jermaine Dupree is the mayor of Atlanta. It's where the players play. Him or Usher. Gotta usher I think. Yeah, I don't think Usher. But I'm definitely up there. I feel like it.
2: You're, like, the lieutenant mayor or uh, a city councilman, at least.
1: The uh, a funny story, uh, there was a guy that was running for mayor of Fulton County, Georgia, <clears throat> and uh, his name is Rob Pitts. Get out. And uh, <laughs> everybody thought it was me running for And they're like, man, that's right, yeah, get him, rabbit. And, and then it was just, like, this random dude that uh, – <laughs> How many votes did that guy get because of you? (laughs) Exactly. You're welcome. You know? For a guy that don't even live in Georgia. What's up with that? Then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel, which I was about to need for that political case. (laughs) And all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's up, everyone? Yeah, you would have. So, you know, it's my birthday, and when it's my birthday, I get to pick what we talk about. Last year was C4 vets, this year C three Corvettes. And there's a lot of cool things about C three vets. Um, a lot of differences, but a lot of things stay the same on C threes. And a lot of things a lot of people don't realize stay the same on C three Corvettes. Um, the biggest reason I was always told the mid-year vets sold remarkably well, but they only ran them for four years or, or uh, Yeah. And but the 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 big thing with this is why. You know, they quit making them if they sold so good. Because now they keep models for years. They kept the C3 style from 68 to 82. But why? There was one big problem. You want to take a stab at it, Professor?
2: Um, I think it's going to be a, something a lot more specific than what I'm thinking. Uh, My thought is they updated cars every single year back then, and they just didn't keep cars running for a long time. No. All right.
1: No. Um, The world was changing a little bit. Um, you got to think about it. You know, manual Corvettes were extremely popular in mid-year cars. There were a lot of them. You know, you had the three-speed manual, you had a four-speed, you know, and then, of course, you had a two-speed power glide transmission. That was the only automatic option. Well, come 1967, 68, GM's got the Turbo Hydromatic, the 400. There's only one problem. It won't fit in the transmission tunnel of a 67 Corvette. Wasn't wide enough? Wasn't wide enough. So that was the biggest reason that they did the change. Now, keep in mind, a 68 Corvette and a 67 Corvette under the bottom are virtually the same car. Right. Same brakes, same front. I mean, it's the same everything. The only difference is, is in the front snout, there's a bolt-on piece that bolts onto the front right there at the frame horns. That helps support the front end and the fuel tank. It's the only differences, really. I mean, under the bottom, they're virtually the same car. Um, mechanically, same brakes, same brake pads, same rear end, same front end, same everything. Set of shocks for a '63 Corvette will fit a '68 Corvette, and it will even or fit an '82 Corvette. Um, said snout, snout. But you know what I'm saying. And uh, these cars, but the styling is what sold these cars to me, and. And you know that's the thing this this is the this was the heyday of the muscles of the muscle cars, and you got to think about like the L eighty eights or twenty seven, three or with three deuces on it. I mean, making monster horsepower, four speed transmissions at them. Now now you can get them with a turbo four hundred in, which is very dependable, very stout to this day still automatic, and you know I mean so these cars, uh, People complain about how they're, they were smaller on the inside than a mid year vet because the transmission tunnel is naturally wider in it. I mean, the floor pans themselves are, are narrower, but uh, it's just a sexy car. I love the styling of them. I mean, they, they really, a C2 is a gorgeous car, but that there's just something about that style. And like the, like the road race, what like the Owens Cornings cars and things like that back in the day, those things were just works of art.
2: They, they were radical.
1: Well, that was a big change between in body between 67 and 68. I mean, you got to think about it. You know, through the years in the 50s and even in the early 60s, you know, like, you know, the 61 and the 62 started getting, you know, kind of that, that boat tail back. So, it kind of like was the predecessor to the 63 Vet. Like, you know, you're getting hints along the way. You know, they went from two-tone to one color and then, of course, the boat tail style back in. The same taillights were kind of worked their way into the 60. Well, it wasn't the same taillights, but a similar taillight. Right. Worked its way into a 63 and then all the way through 67. This was 67 then. We changed everything. Clean slate. And and then 68, they had some problems with them. These cars they had some weird quirks. Uh the the one thing, the easiest way to spot a sixty eight Corvette to me from a mile away is the door handles. You know, the the all your C three Corvettes had the same style door handle where you push down. It was like a little rectangle at the top of the door and you pushed it down. Where the 68s actually had a push-button lock, um, yes. a thumb lock, where the key went, and you had to push that in to unlock the door. It was actually just a handle was the top part in the 68 and 69. That went away, and then from 69-82 they were the same. Um, that's one thing that's cool because from the side of the car, don't like has door handles on it. Right. You know, you went from a, a, a old-school standard car door handle on the 67 to that on the 68 through 82s. Um, that was one really cool point. I like that. Um, you know, another thing that was kind of neat about them is, you know, just I like the back end because it was kind of cut off. Only yeah. there was like a bobbed off look. Had the 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 you know the chrome you know bumpers like what the, or they call them like bumperettes on those cars? But you know, and the '67s were kind of like that, and the mid years were like that. That's the only styling cue I think that's like borrowed from the mid years was the the bumpers like that, the four little bumpers
2: could still tell it was corvette oh definitely but it was definitely. obviously uh a new take on it and t-tops
1: and t-tops yes sir But
2: the first car to ever have t-tops
1: i don't know if it's the first but it's got to be it's definitely w- the first mass produced yeah i mean I, I you know i don't know that for a hundred but i'm i can't mean, I can't really give anything right off
2: nothing comes to mind yeah. certainly nothing on the capacity of a 68 Corvette.
1: You know, and, and that was that was a big thing. They made a lot of coops, you know, and yeah, before it was hard tops of convertibles.
2: Well, those early ones, the back windows came out too, didn't
1: they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It actually, it, the, the glass, it, it didn't roll down. It, it laid down, I
2: think. Something, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, Kirby's parents had one, and I remember taking it out. I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I do remember that the glass came out.
1: Yeah, as long as you didn't do it with a baseball bat, I guess it was okay. Yeah, as long as you could put it back in. Yeah, as long as you could put it back the uh that that's something that i always liked about and there was a lot of and there was a lot of really cool kind of new technology things they had fiber optic te- technology in the early c3s so it was the first car with t-tops what google says so this is what i say it's got to be right they can't lie on the internet
2: first us built production automobile um i would say it's probably the first production
1: automobile. the uh but, you know, that's something, you know, the fiber optic technology for the lights. Like it told you if had a burnout tail light. Yeah. In 1968. Now, keep in mind, we ain't put a man on the moon yet. But well, we could tell you if your blinker was out. <laughs> that's right. But, I mean, uh, this was cool stuff, though. Astro ventilation. That and, just sounds cool. And
2: it advertised it, too.
1: Exactly. had it on the windows. Yeah. Astro
2: ventilation. That, that's fancy. It
1: classy. is. Uh, I mean, it is classy. And, I mean, this thing's. And then, of course, you know, you you had the pop-up headlights. To me, that's what hurts me the most. You know, Corvettes have literally gotten so far off the path of tradition.
2: Well, you remember in 2005, man, people were losing their minds.
1: You got a a Corvette with no flip-up headlights? I agree with them. It bothers me. It bothers me. And I love them. I I hate commercial breaks. I love hideaway headlights. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? we got to take a commercial break. What pays the bills? I'm telling you guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about C3 Corvettes this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD.
0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go. Visit Instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Ten dollar minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. We have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins.
2: What is going on to the home of the Corvette C3s? First ones being built there, Bowling
1: Green, Kentucky. It's a damn fine town. Yes,
2: indeed, they built Corvettes fine there. Town.
1: That's right, and of course we have hot rods and happy hours, legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? All right, it's my birthday, we're talking C3 Corvettes, that's how it's going down. So now we're taking you to school. Last year we took you to school on a C4 Vet, this year this year we're taking you to school on a C3 Vet. Now, this is my thing with America's sports car. I've got an interesting C3 Corvette fact for everybody here. All right. Between 1953 and 2010, they made 1.5 million Corvettes. Of those 1.5 million Vets, over a third of them were C-3s. Now, 540,000 of them were C-3s. You
2: even think, uh, you know, you and I were talking about, we were talking about, we were all talking about on the break, they made the millionth Corvette in 1992. That's 40 years of production. More than half, half of those,
1: or exactly. So if so, for every for every Corvette you see, there's a C3 Corvette. That's nuts, man. Well, and the best selling ones were the slow ones. Exactly. That was the best selling <laughs> Corvettes were the slowest Corvette. 1979 was the best selling year for Corvette, and that was one of the slowest Corvettes next to the 53 ever made.
2: <sighs> Period. Chills. Yeah, it's it's a different time. I, I mean, mean, the if,
1: California mission Corps had 305s in them.
2: Yeah, that that's not something a lot of Corvette people are probably bragging about. But. No, they're like, hey, this one's got a
1: 305 in it with a 85 mile an hour speedometer.
2: And it, it even lists the 305. Uh, like if you look on Wikipedia for the C3 Corvette, you know, it lists all the engines that was available. Even though they only made a handful of them, but it actually does list the 305 as an engine that was available.
1: Yeah, that was. I mean, I mean, does anybody like the 305?
2: I do. Not that three
1: hundred five. Now, what was the, uh, wasn't the L, what the old was the L ninety eight was the three hundred fifty.
2: Yeah, and then there was
1: what was it the L's?
2: I forget what the three hundred five TPI was. Was it L seventy
1: eight? Maybe something like that. Yeah, it maybe. was like you know was the three hundred five. Now the high output three hundred five was the TPI. That was a whole other animal. Yeah, it was a screamer. But but as a rule, when you say three hundred five, that's really not the the uh the pinnacle of performance you run a high performance automobile it's it's a it's it's a good running v8 engine the <laughs> yeah,
3: it does run that's about the most it's you so can say funny. about
1: it it's so funny that 45 cubic inches makes all the difference in the world apparently sure does <laughs> you know i mean that's uh, that is the 305 i think the most hated the only probably the most hated gm v8 is the 305 maybe the 307
3: you know, I'm there's a lot of collectors of
1: the 307s. 307s got stuck in everything. I know, but there there is They literally kind of... put those things in everything.
2: And weren't a bad motor.
1: No, it's just a little odd. It yeah. was odd.
2: 307. I mean, unless you're driving an Oldsmobile, that just doesn't, doesn't sound right.
1: What you got? I got that 307.
2: Driving an 85 Cutlass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a 307.
1: I got that 307. Whoop, whoop. So, you know, if you notice me and the professor will geek out on Corvettes. And we're over here like da-da-da-da-da. And you'll see Kobe gets kind of quiet. Kobe's not a Corvette guy. Nope. But I dug a little deeper. I had a Dr. Phil Kobe. <laughs> like, like I came over here and I'm like Kobe, what started your issues with America's sports car? And then he t- proceeds to tell me a story. And this story really like like man like I felt I uh, kind of wish I didn't ask but uh so tell tell us this story i was traumatized as a
3: teenager when it come to
1: corvette stop now that's the first part i heard and i'm thinking to myself what did he do to you <laughs> show me on the <laughs> doll where they touched you kobe <laughs> no it wasn't quite that bad but <laughs> uh, i'm just saying when you hear that naturally oh my god
3: i i was a truck <laughs> owner in high school and i had a truck and uh it i wrecked it and my uncle was gonna fix it for me he said well i didn't have nothing to drive back to school he said take my vet and it was a 78 or 79 corvette it was silver red interior nice
1: looking car and that's the thing now now keep in mind normally when you give a teenager a corvette this is a happy time
3: yeah and it was like his private possession you know i can see that i got it the night before and the next morning i was kind of stoked about it i'm like "Ooh, i'm gonna roll up you know to high school in a corvette well I rolled up, and I didn't realize that nose is, like, 28 feet longer than most. And I rode it all the way up on the bank and just rolled the whole front end over. And I called my uncle from the payphone at high school. He came to the school, and right there in the parking lot, he proceeded to beat my butt. And then for, like, three days straight, every time he seen me, he whooped my butt so. every
1: family reunion still to this day
3: <laughs> he probably here, kobe.
1: he says hey kobe come here you know what time it is and you know it's
3: like from I that hate day you,
1: from, Hunk, leave me alone from that
3: day forward if i look at a corvette i just kind of turn my head i'm like man i think about my butt not being able to sit down in a seat for like weeks
1: i'll be honest with you hearing that story i kind of want to hit you a little bit
3: i ain't gonna lie <laughs> I did, I did, and i didn't mean to that was the it's thing. Like kobe, I just, come here. Mm, you know, <laughs> kind of like you say you know with your with yours you know the that front you you sit down in there so low and you can't see over the dash that far and then you don't realize how long that is sticking out there and i just
1: I, it's hard to look cool when you drive up on banks yeah it, it was horrible don't be that guy definitely
2: it's, a ptsd moment it's yeah. kind
1: of like the uh it's kind of like you want you want to have the, a guy had a similar moment that i witnessed uh not actually not that long ago we uh went to cars and coffee earlier this year and we went to uh the little little restaurant yeah yeah that that little little breakfast breakfast place we went to and next thing you know there was a a new lamborghini like or well it was new to him probably but it had paper tag on it and he went back he like stalled it out twice like i'm thinking to myself really
2: you're really messing this up
1: yeah it's like like (laughs) this was cool but now it's not now it's just sad Mm, just go
3: practice driving before driving
1: yeah like you you roll really
3: this should be the coolest moment in your life and
1: you ruined
3: it see that's that's how i felt because like literally like everybody was standing around in the parking lot and all that stuff and i come rolling in and
1: i we got crash at kobe and i
3: did (laughs) and everybody was like like just come running over and just was like oh my god i'm like and i didn't want to make that phone call
1: kobe the corvette color. i'm with you there i, I probably <laughs> yeah that's kobe the i corvette thought about color. waiting till
3: after school but then it would have probably been worse uh,
2: i'd have to put that one off i don't i don't think there's any win in that one really, <laughs> i would
1: maybe i would have pulled it off the bank and prayed the sun would like <laughs> molded the fiberglass back into like it had a memory <laughs> like it would go back I don't know. there's so many good memories i have good memories with corvettes so even my bad memories in my corvette make me smile like, like, I just, I, I don't know. Just, there's something about the fiberglass cars that really tear me up. i tell you what, there's commercial breaks, and watching Patrick do these monkey motions telling me to stop talking. But we got to pay the bills, Rob. That we do. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about C3 Corvettes right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms, and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023. All right, guys, we're back to Hot Rods in a Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with a moose, slash birthday boy. I'm, I'm excited. Like it's smart. I'm like, I mean, nobody gets excited about turning forty, but I am because I got me a Corvette. Like, uh, this puts joy in my heart.
2: That'll that'll soften a lot of blows.
1: It does. It does. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm sitting here right now, my back hurts. Like Come I'm, le- I'm falling apart. I'm deteriorating as Bec- we speak. Becoming an adult. <laughs> I'm becoming an adult. And we ate at K and W. We did eat at the yeah. old people place, but you know what? Some great food. At least we didn't get a discount.
3: no we didn't
2: no it's coming though that is not a good indictment on y'all getting old yeah um k and w i didn't know y'all were a lot how does that work do you have to like walk through the gates and all that stuff yes yeah yeah like when you're cafeteria
3: school cafeteria style i've never been in one really you got to go with us it is so good i'm 40 dude it don't
1: matter me too dude (laughs) no i'm not not even quite 40 yet
3: i'm not
2: even 40 anymore
1: all right, let's just change stuff. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> Talk about Corvette. Maybe you need to get a Corvette. Don't tempt me. I'm telling you, Danny get you, get you a good deal on a, on a C7 right about now, I bet.
2: Yeah, true that. You know what I mean. You know, again, I'm a C6 guy anyway. Huh? You don't want want one of them newfangled mid-engine things.
1: Yeah, that's that's just it's not right.
3: I got a question for you, Corvette guys. All right. Okay, like you were just saying, the new mid-engine Corvettes fixing to come come out. Of course, we read Jay Leno's going to be driving the first one, okay? What's going to happen to all these 17, 18, 19 Corvettes that are out there right now when all these guys want to go get this new mid-engine one? What do you think the economy is going to do with these? I and where, what are they going to do with all the ones that are still brand new on the lots?
2: They're going to sell them very cheap
3: um and then eventually
2: they will go back up in value
1: yeah they're gonna drop like a rock for a little while yeah like bad bad
2: but then they're gonna be the last front engine corvettes
1: yeah that's gonna be it's the last front engine corvette
2: that's a a big deal
1: yeah i I won't feel in on a little secret it might be the last front engine corvette but if that mid-engine doesn't sell well they're gonna start making them again i assure you
3: i think i think the mid-engine will do pretty well uh, Definitely handling wise. Cost
2: is going to be a big factor. Uh, it's going to be an incredible performer. They wouldn't build it if it wasn't going to be. But that's going to drive up the price.
1: Oh yeah, and that's the one thing that that over the years, you know, the price of vehicles have gone steadily through the roof. Um, you know, I mean, a new Escalade now ninety grand, a Suburban seventy grand. You know, but the Corvettes, I mean, I mean, they're still fifty, sixty, sixty-five, seventy. But they were still somewhat reasonably priced for what you're getting compared to the comps around it, Porsches and, yeah. you know, well, well, when they were making Vipers and, and things like that. It was still the, the, the cheapest route for a sports car, new.
2: Right now, you can still get into one for 50 if you don't get any options.
1: Yeah, which is, i gonna be honest with you, hell, it's hard to get in a loaded out Kia for less than 50 nowadays. You're right. I mean, I mean that's you insane, in. the price of cars. I mean, there's Hyundais, lots of Hyundais. There are way more than that. I mean, that blows my mind. That's America's sports car that you can be riding in for that kind of money. It's a lot of value. There's a, It's a lot of heart in that. Lee Greenwood is singing, God bless the USA when you're riding in it. I'm just saying. That's bald eagles, Chuck Norris, apple pie, french fries, and everything. America, well, maybe not the fries, but you know what I'm saying.
3: It's, I think that was France.
1: I guess you, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's France, but you know we're gonna go with when that.
3: You, when you say that, I think of that song "Sweet Carolina."
1: <laughs> oh, but but yeah, I think I think if you are if you want looking for a good deal on a late model vet, hang tight, give yeah. about another month. Yeah, you, you you'll be
2: able to get in one pretty cheap.
1: you look good. You'd look good in a, in a C7
2: c6 is better really really i mean you know i'd want the newer one because it's newer but um you know unless i'm buying a brand new car i'd really rather have a c6 i think that's my favorite body style i think that was the prettiest uh corvette yet you know with the no, exception of the classics
1: and the flip-up headlights yeah naturally. Sure. you know what i'm saying i mean it's,
2: tell you what man um nah I, I feel like i'm making a mistake by even bringing this up but uh c4 zr1s right now man that's that's the one to jump on.
1: They're they're you know, those cars shot up really high and then they plateaued off, and now they're creeping back down again. Yeah. I had a guy send me one that was really low miles. It was it was a ninety what was it last year for Z R one? Ninety five. Five. Yeah, it was a ninety five. They made four hundred something. I mean, so this was the best of the best of the Z R ones. Ninety five. It was twenty three thousand bucks, and it was a low mile car. I'm thinking less than twenty thousand miles on it a lot of car for that money it is a lot of car for that money but you know there's a lot of good corvette value still out there c5s you buy c506s for a song and that's a car
3: yeah
2: yeah that's a very high performance machine
3: yeah i just seen one i passed one earlier today at on a lot here chevrolet lot for
1: nineteen thousand black convertible yeah, well, that well, they didn't make a convertible Z06 or but, whatever it is, yeah. convertible whatever. But those cars, style. but those convertible or the Z06s. I mean, that was what new a seventy, probably sixties, sixty thousand in two thousand six, two or two yeah, six was first year for the Z06. thousand one was yeah. the
2: first year. It was the three eighty five horse. Then in two thousand two, they went to the four hundred five horse.
1: I mean, that's insane. That's a lot. 2001
2: of Two thousand one was the only year you could get a Grand Prix white uh, Z06.
1: Really. Mm-hmm. And that's why we like you, Richard, because you just got like random stuff. Hey.
2: That is pretty random.
1: You, know, you can't tell me your phone number, but <laughs> do you know in 2001, they only made Grand Prix white? I'll yeah. tell you what, I got a Can-Am white 69 bit.
2: Can't touch that, man.
1: I have told my dad that he said, you know what color it looks like to me? He said, it looks like refrigerator white to me. <laughs> Thanks, Dad.
2: Thanks. Refrigerator white. Why didn't GM
1: hire your dad <laughs> as a marketing? I'm glad they didn't hire my dad. <laughs> My dad has a, my dad has a way of bringing out the worst in anything. You know, what I mean? like
3: <laughs> I could see his sale pitch on that car. Well, it ain't on, it ain't no C
1: two, but yeah,
3: he'd be like, it ain't a two.
1: <laughs> it's a <laughs>
3: It's refrigerator white. Uh, or, the top is black. Yeah, or his, It's uh, got round wheels. Buy it.
1: Or like you know, so every any car, like that's not black. It's in between black and white. So we're remotely, a silver gray color. It's funeral home gray. It's the only color they got. It's funeral home gray. Like it's just his. And I, I can't even tell you what he calls brown <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> but you know, that's that, that's my old man. You know, I mean, I'm glad he doesn't name colors.
2: I, I think I think he's a lost talent.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine if my dad like like named perfume? You won't stink so bad with this on.
2: It would have to be like on a car brochure. There would have to be an NC seventeen sticker
3: down. <laughs> I love it. And what's so funny with your dad is when he does say something like that, it's like with a straight face and has like no. No, that's just how he is. I know, but yeah. what I'm saying, he's not it's... joking. He's no. just straight <laughs> up. Yeah, and it's like he, his tone don't change. It's like just melatonin, like yeah. yep,
1: oh, that, yep, that's him. You know, like
3: he... <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. It's that. It's all right. Thanks, Dad.
1: Super. Super. Hey Dad. I just found the cure for cancer. About time. (laughs) Thanks. Good job. I worked really hard on it. So do washing machines.
2: That's high praise. You know, that's that's how it is. I mean it's just
1: like there's no winning here, you know? That's
2: how I praise.
1: I mean if you get a I mean, you you realize I I mean thousands of cars I've sold in my life. You know, YouTube. Thirteen million views talking about selling used cars yeah you done all
2: right you got lucky really you know how much that means thousands of times
1: yep you're lucky
2: do you think it's easy for him to open up like that
1: i don't know i mean he's just he just lets it flow <laughs> i'm like man dad whoa you know, <laughs> he's, you know. i'm telling you i, mean, I believe you told me i did a good job and pat me on the back i'd probably have a coronary. <laughs>
3: They got two cheeseburgers at McDonald's for a dollar.
1: Is It right. It's like I took him. I bought him a gift card. This was several years ago. I bought him a gift card to a restaurant. I don't even remember the restaurant. That was a steakhouse. I said, "He said, I hope it don't make me sick." Oh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, it's like really, I really do. I hope it gives you. I hope it gives you indigestion and diarrhea at the same time. I
2: don't mind. <laughs> You all soft <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway but getting back on the uh on the c3 corvettes they were extremely popular car but i think those cars just sold on style because you gotta think about it. you know 69 or 68 through 72 and even they had the 454 cars in the l it's what 75 4 4 was last year for the 454 but those cars like you know those i mean and even Even in the mid-70s, the performance wasn't there. But even the slower they got, the the better they sold. Yep. I tell you what else crazy, these darn commercial breaks. Guys, stay tuned. We got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we got the professor himself, Richard Hoskins. What's going on
2: to our friends in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? Love that place. town. Place where Rob
1: Pitts has spent some time. A lot of time, a lot of money in that town. A lot of money, a lot of, a lot of stuff in that town. Fun oh, town. It's where Dolly's from. Everybody loves Dolly Parton. America's sweetheart. It's American icon. All right. And then, of course, we have hot rods and happy hours. Legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Rob, I got a great question for you. You know what? I got a good answer.
3: I'm sure you do. And I've kind of wondered this over the years. of Why do you like Corvettes so much?
1: Other than it's the best vehicle ever made? Uh <sighs> You know. I get it, honest. My dad liked Corvettes. Um, I always liked them, but I have so many fun stories about Corvettes. You know, like you know, and it's, it's it's so funny. There's a lot of cars like this, you know, not just Corvettes. I mean, but Corvette's one of those cars that uh, you make memories in. You don't make memories in an Escort. <laughs> not good ones. Yeah, as a rule, <laughs> not good ones. Yeah, but this is the thing you gotta think about. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll give you a good example of. Corvette memories. And this is this is a good story. This is my life. I love Corvettes. Every teenage American red-blooded kid loves Corvette. And, you know, here I am 20 years old. This was 20 years ago. Almost to the damn day. 20 years ago. I decided I was going to get married. And, uh, you know, I found the love of my life. The love of my life. And I was in love. Love, love. And now we're talking about my old man in the last segment. And his opinion on food, car colors, was about the same as his opinion on the future future Miss Pitts number one. <laughs> he didn't really care for her too much either. But you know what? He kind of kept to himself. and was, You know, whatever. Well, so me and my groomsmen, on the day we were getting married, my dad had a brand-new Ford Dually. And he had a brand-new Corvette. So he had a big crew cab Ford Dually. And it picks up me. And the Groomsman, at where we we're getting married at, and uh, we went riding around while everybody's setting up and putting chairs out and all that stuff. We went out goofing off, and I'll never forget this till the day I die. The uh, we're riding around, and we end up on Lawrence Road or Motor Mile, where all the car dealerships are. And my dad pulls into Kevin Whitaker. And there's a long line of brand new 2000 Corvettes. Long line. 2001 Corvettes. Let's get that straight. This was 2001. Just turned 21. Long line of vets. My dad puts truck in park. I'm sitting there. My two buddies are in the back seat. He says, you see those Corvettes right there, son? He said, yeah. He goes, I'll buy you any one you want. Just don't marry her. Dad, I'm in love. He said, listen. He said, you can go. He said, let's go pick you out one. So we get out of the truck. And we start looking. And there was a What was the yellow ones?
2: Millennium yellow.
1: Yellow convertible, six-speed. And I walk up to it, salesman comes out, they open it up, they get the keys out there. Keep in mind, you know, my my father's bought hundreds of vehicles from the Chevrolet dealership over the years. And I mean, when he pulls up, they pretty much know they got a sale. (laughs) So, got the key, put the top back. Zipped it up the road. I got to take it by myself. I don't know what my dad was telling my groomsmen and the salesman while I was gone. Probably wasn't good what he was telling them. <laughs> yeah I zipped it up Lawrence Road and zipped it back. I mean it's a brand new vet. It was perfect. I pulled in. Dad said, "You like that one?" So I do. He said, "It's yours." He said, "Go enjoy your car. I'll do the paperwork on it." So we'll get your tag put on the back up. You'll be ready to rock. And I said, Daddy, I said, "I said you know I'm getting married in three hours." He goes, son. You go enjoy your car. He said, "I'll drive down there. I'll tell everybody. Just don't marry her." And I'm like, "Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm in love. You don't do that when you're in love. I'm in love, 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 love." I'll say it one more time because it's stupid. That's why. <laughs> so back the Corvette up, put it in the spot that I found it. We get back in the dually. He says, "Well, you know, it's your decision, son." Never said another word about it. And uh, we drive to Lyman Lake Lodge where I was getting married at. And I proceeded to get married. And uh, then, you know, I ended up getting my own Corvette. Got my my 80 drop top. And I loved it. It was a great car. And it was so funny when I got that car, my wife hated it. She called it the Batmobile. (laughs) She said, I hate that thing. She never sat in it. She never rode in it. In five years, nothing. It just sat in the garage and she just rolled her eyes. Hated it. It made her blood boil just looking at it. Not a good sign. And uh, I used to joke around. I said, "You keep on. This car's going out, outstay you here." And it did. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so anyway, we 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 parted company. You know, it it didn't work. And uh, I was sitting in. You know, I, I never get. I came in the shop and I sat down in the office and they said, "What's wrong?" I said, "I said, you know, me and my first wife, me and Carrie, we're getting a divorce, Daddy." He goes, "You should have took the vet." thanks dad
2: it's still on the table <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it too late and uh they got heard, new models out I man. heard those C6s coming out <laughs> and uh but you know and it's so funny now I've owned numerous Corvettes since then and I think that's why I like them so much is because my dad to this day yeah he, he goes see what happens if you stuck with them Corvettes champ you know and I mean, even buying this '69, that was the first thing he said. Like he was joking around, like the memory, yeah. you know. And I mean, you know what I'm saying. That's what I love about these things. Uh, you know. And there's so many memories. I had in my red '80, and my dad loved the C3s. He had several of those growing up too, and and I think that's what it's all about is the memory, and 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 just you know what I'm saying. And, and I'm it's like dad sold dad has sold every one of his Corvettes. He's got his '427 now, uh, and you know it's like here I am got the '69 vet first thing the old man says is I want to find me another vet like he can't you know what i'm saying like it's 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 that rivalry thing you know he's, what i mean he got can't that like he got know. that newer one too right by the Ford yeah yeah. yeah and you know. and and that's you know and i mean he'll drive yeah. it either, yeah no but but you know what i'm saying and he's like i want to find me another vet like it's i love it that i think that's yeah. what draws me to the corvette it. it's just it's that attraction with like my dad you know it's just something like me and him that's our thing you know what i mean so so I kind of like. that. Uh, I think that's what draws me to those cars. And there's so I'm mean, going to tell stories for the next two hours about Corvettes and my dad and doing things with him and things that I remember. But you know, it's. I think that's that's why I like Corvettes hands down. It's not you know anything in particular about the car. I mean they're cool, but I mean you know what I'm saying. It's it's the stories and and just you know hanging out with dad and the, and just you know the funny things that just so happen to have a Corvette in the background of the story.
3: Yeah, you know I can see to, that. To
1: me that's that's what that's my big attraction with. And, and I think that's why I love it. I mean, you know, and it's just it's an iconic car and all that. But lay all that to the side. At the end of the day, it's definitely that's that's my favorite part.
3: Memories, memories, Notice. memories,
2: memories. Most of your growing up pictures that I've seen,
1: if you're outside, there in is a Corvette. A Corvette in well, the and, and that was the thing. I mean, because there was one growing up that I, my dad had a Corvette. Every, uh, to my knowledge, every day I've been on this earth, he's owned a Corvette. And I mean, there might've been. 10 days in there somewhere but other than that in between buying two corvettes or something but that's it like that i mean that was that's always been a strong like like a thing you know a staple thing with him and it's uh you know i think that's i think this i I, I know that is i know that's the reason you know i mean it's you know he's in my refrigerator white 69 corvette you know this is that's him you know i think that's why i like him so much nobody
2: has ever bought a corvette to get from a to b
1: no, 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 no. You, no. You just it's all end, about the journey in the vet. Right.
2: You don't end up with a Corvette if all you're doing is looking for a nice used car.
1: And you know, I'll tell you what's crazy. I've never met anyone that's owned a Corvette that didn't have a funny story about it. Nobody's just like, yeah, I just drove to work. <laughs> never in your life. You'll ever hear but that. But
3: you know, when it comes to Corvettes, you know, of course, we talked about me not being a Corvette guy, but little behold, your new Corvette is bad.
1: I I do like it. Well, I'm 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 quite fond of it myself, buddy. Thank you, and I want to thank all you guys. I tell you what, you know what? It's kind of funs, kind of fun celebrating old 40 yeah. with everybody, all seven people listening tonight. That kind of puts send joy- all
3: the birthday wishes I, out, everyone. That's
1: right. I put up a little joy in this old man's heart, guys. I want to thank you all for playing along and listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD.